0: I, uh, I thought about something Brother Pete said on Sunday morning when he said, by faith, I have received my son. And you know, he talked about vision, having that vision. We've been talking about that. And, uh, and tonight I'd like to take it to another level. I'd like you to think about not only the vision that we have of this mountain, the vision we have of the hope of the great things that God's going to do. The vision we have of Christ, that vision Lord, that we have in our minds where we know he was nailed to the cross and being nailed to that cross, he set us free and by the blood that was spilled, we have life and we have life eternal. Tonight I want, to, I want you to think about expanding that vision. I want you to think about expanding that vision, because when you expand, when you enlarge the vision, why, it sets at liberty, even those of us that have been baptized, that are sometimes buffeted by the enemy of our soul from day to day, it sets at liberty our spirit. And I'm gonna to read tonight from uh, second chapter of Corinthians. And I'm going to touch on a verse in 2 Corinthians. Second, second chapter, 1 Corinthians 9 verse. This is a verse you've heard. Tonight for a minute I want you to really think about why God caused this scripture to be written and what it means to us in the church today. <clears throat> but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for him and them that love him." Now we've heard that probably many times in the church. The Apostle Paul was quoting, I you can find it in the 64th chapter, worded almost exactly the same. I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Tonight I want you to think about what God really wants to do in your life. I want you to think for a moment how much he really does wanna bless you. I want you to think for a moment how much higher he'd like to raise you up spiritually. Much more blessing he'd like to bring in, his, in your life. How much more of the miracles that he wants to send your way into your life and in the life of your family. But tonight I submit to you that we get stuck in a rut a little bit and we maybe limit God by our negative thinking. You think so Brother James? Sometimes I think maybe we live in Him because we find ourselves in a little bit of a spiritual rut. Or maybe we're we're a little bit negative. How many of you consider yourself negative? Have the nerve to put your hands up. You're possible, right? But yet we, we experience the trials of life. We experience the buffeting of the enemy of our soul we experience the discouragement. We experience those things that uh, Jesus said we would not be immune to. But He promised us that He would see us do it. Tonight I submit to you, expand this vision of the mountain. I want us not to limit God. in what He's to do in your life. I believe tonight, sometimes, individually, we limit Him. He wants to bless us. He just wants us to step up with His faith. That our brother was talking to us about. By faith, I have received my sight. Tonight, brothers and sisters, spiritually speaking, I would today that we would see clearly the hope of the future. We would see clearly the latter day glory. We would see clearly what God's going to do when He brings back Israel. Don't let it be clouded by negative thinking. Don't let it be clouded by a lack of faith. Don't let it become blurry because you limit God. Because sometimes, brothers and sisters, we do that. You know, I was thinking about Brother Pete's reference to uh, uh, Elisha and Elijah. You know, Elijah was quite a prophet, wasn't he? We remember during the uh, time when he challenged the prophets of Baal, Elijah, this was quite, quite a man of God, wasn't he? We read a lot about him. We read about the power that he had. He had a vision. He had someone shadowing him by the name of Elisha. We all know the story. And Elisha is a great example, brothers and sisters, and young people tonight, of a. God who wasn't going to settle for just having a vision. He wanted to enlarge that vision. He wanted to expand the vision. And so when asked by Elijah, what do you want? He answered quickly, without any hesitation, I want a double portion of your spirit. I want a double portion of your spirit. Tonight, brothers and sisters, do we have that kind of faith as a church? Do we have that kind of faith individually? where we could say, I want to have a double portion of his spirit. You know, sometimes we do that in the church. We see people, young people do that sometimes. They'll see certain brothers or sisters and they'll say, boy, I wish I had that testimony. Boy, I wish I could sing like that. I wish I could preach like that. And you know, that's not a bad thing, young people. Not a bad thing to desire that. Elisha desired a double portion. He just didn't want to have the same vision that Elijah had. He wanted to enlarge upon it. He wanted to expand upon it. And I would tonight that we would do the same thing as the Latter-day Church. Sometimes brothers and sisters, we limit them. Sometimes we limit them because our faith is not where it should be. And this is what I'm asking you to think about tonight. I would that we would recognize how much God wants to bless us, how much he wants to heal us, how much he wants to be able to give you the ability to do things you never thought you could do naturally. Because, you know, we think naturally. And we say, well, I could never, oh, I could never bear my testimony like that to the people I work with. I could never express myself the way some people can. You can tonight. You can tonight. And I want, you, I want you to think about that. I want to see yourself stepping out of spiritual mediocrity and into spiritual success. I want us tonight as a church, as individuals, to recognize that God has so much in store for us, so much so that he said our eyes haven't seen it yet, our ears haven't heard it, nor has it even entered into your heart the great things that God has in store for us as his people. Let's tap into it. Let's tap into it. And I'm suggesting tonight The way you do that, to do that, is you say, Lord, increase my faith. The way you do that is in time of trial and trouble. You say, I'm not gonna complain, because I know in whom I believe. When when a trial comes your way, recognize that God is still with you. He hasn't left you. In our camp last year in, in California, we were telling the brothers and sisters, some going through some difficult trials. I know tonight there are some that are coming, that are going through difficult things. I believe tonight, brothers and sisters, that the trials of life come for two reasons. One is they they make us, they do draw us closer to God, don't they? Would you agree with that? They make us better understand Him. They, they, those kinds of trials of life increase our faith, don't they? Draw us a little closer to Him. Secondly tonight, someday, somewhere, when you least expect it, someone's going to come up to you and say, I have a problem. And you're going to say, I once had that same problem. And you're going to have the ability to help you through it. You're going to have the ability to see them through it and to encourage them because you've been there. Let's not be bound tonight, brothers and sisters, by our past. You know, sometimes we do that, right? We limit the power of God because of our past. You know, Brother Larry, the other night, was talking about baggage. You know, we're all carrying it around. I said to our seminar today, years ago, when I first started traveling, uh, the only luggage available on the market was the kind that you hoisted on your shoulder. You old world uh, travelers know what I'm talking about. Those days, get that big thing, lug it on your shoulder. And you have in there all your stuff, your shoes and your suits. And those of us that had business travel, you know, and you, you carry that thing around the airport. You know. And, and then some genius inventor, luggage on wheels. Luggage on wheels. Praise God for, for that. <laughs> yeah. There are days, you know, when I lift that thing, and it's pretty heavy, but you know, when I lean it over on the wheels, it feels like nothing. It feels light. Like... Tonight, brothers and sisters, spiritually speaking, Jesus is on wheels. Give it to me. He wants to take it. He'll make the burdens light. Don't limit it tonight with our past. Sometimes we carry around guilt. Sometimes we carry around self pity. Reading the outline, you know, the brother Larry said, I thought it was so inspired. Sometimes we carry around those things. And we are bound sometimes by our, our past. I'm suggesting tonight that we let go of our past. Let's stand on the promise and the scripture in 1 John, the first chapter, when he says, if you've committed any sin, confess it before me with full heart. And I am just to forgive you. He forgives you. Go on. Don't carry it. Move on. Sometimes we don't. Dump it. We carry it with us. Tonight, brothers and sisters, I think it's time we let the past stay. I want us to look to the future with a great hope, not just as a church, but as individuals, because there's so much that He wants to do with us, brothers and sisters. Thinking about Nephi now. When the Lord st- told him, build a ship. And you know if you read that portion of scripture, he had no idea how to build a ship. Did he? And in fact, in that scripture, it says that he let the Lord show him how to build that ship. And it says, now I need find work the timbers after the manner which was, uh, did not work the timbers after the manner which was learned by man. In other words, he didn't build a ship the way a man would build a ship. He said, neither did I build it after the manner of men, but I built it after the manner which the Lord had shown me." Wherefore, it was not after the manner of men. And here's a great prophet of God, brothers and sisters, who uh, God instructed to take his family, cross over to the promised land, and in doing so, he had no idea how it was going to be done. You know, sometimes that's the way we are spiritually, right? We don't know how it's going to be done. We don't know how we're going to be able to do it. We don't, we don't know how the marriage is ever going to be improved. We don't know how the family issues of, of life are ever going to get any better. We never, we, we wonder sometimes if our careers is ever going to change and get better. We. Limit God tonight, brothers and sisters, and I'm asking you, let's not limit Him. He wants the best for us. Let's increase our faith as the people of God. Let's increase our faith as a church so that we would feel the liberty of His Spirit in such a way that we will do things for Him, like I said before, that we would never dream of doing. He wants to use you tonight, He wants to bless you. He wants to give you the best. And I would tonight that we would examine our faith. I would tonight that we would examine where we are, especially in the times of trial, when sometimes we feel he's far away. He's not far away, brothers and sisters. He's just, he's just honing you. He's just shaping you. He's just molding you to be a little bit stronger. He's just making you into a, a stronger for frame. And if you can stand the heat with His help, you'll come out the younger end more purified, more beautiful, stronger, able to help your brother or your sister. Expand your vision tonight, brothers and sisters. There's no limit to what God can do. And when you do that, here's the scripture in 2 Corinthians. Now the Lord is that spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. There is liberty. And you know, brothers and sisters, sometimes we feel like we don't have liberty, right? And And I am just trying to bring your attention for a few moments that God has so much in store for you. He has so much in store for us as a church. Every time we anoint someone who is sick and they don't receive, I don't know about you, I know about these brothers because I think they would agree. If they're not healed, we walk away disappointed. We want to see the power of God all the time, don't we? We want to see the blessings of God all the time. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, when we don't receive, I get disappointed. But it doesn't deter me, nor does it cause me to give up. Nor should the stumbling blocks of life cause us to give up. I would tonight that we would enlarge our vision. Let's not limit God. I would that we would see spiritual success. I want you to envision yourself giving your testimony after you leave this camp like you've never done before. I would that you would envision yourself doing things for God like... And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, when you can see it, when you can envision it, when you have faith that God can take you there, He will. He will. And He'll bless you as an instrument, He'll bless you as a tool, He'll use you as an instrument in His hand. Mary was told that she would conceive by the Holy Spirit. And she did. He can bless you despite your past. He can perform a miracle in your life despite your past. He can help you and your family despite the problems that you've been through. He He can lift you up despite the discouragement that you've encountered. Despite all of these things, we serve a Christ who hears, who answers, and who understands. And this morning, tonight, brothers and sisters, that is where. It all starts. That mountain that we've been talking about all week. I mentioned in our class today that a sister in our branch had an experience where in this dream she saw great destruction. And when the destruction came, the first thought that came to her mind was, I've got to get to the church. And she began to make her way to the church there in Anaheim, California. And it says that when she got to the site of Orange, on Orange Avenue, it said that the building was gone. But the foundation was solid and still there. And in its place was a huge mountain. And there were thousands flocking up that mountain. What a marvelous experience. And sisters here tonight, you will search around. The foundation tonight, brothers and sisters, is Jesus Christ. That is the source for all of these blessings it's at the foot of the cross tonight that we find peace, that we find unlimited liberty in our life. I don't want us as a people to walk around burdened down. I don't want us as a people to walk around being discouraged. I don't want us to be burdened down thinking that God is far away. Out of all the people on the earth, we should be the one Smiling, We should be the one lifting up those at work. We need to be the one lifting up those in our neighborhood. We need to set the pace spiritually. Amen. I would tonight that we would as a church set the pace spiritually for the work. Let them know there is a God. And while there is trial, while there is affliction, Jesus died for those trials and those afflictions. And he said that I will carry you through them. And in the latter day, brothers and sisters, if we as a church increase our faith, if we don't let, but rather say, "I'm not going to let the burdens of the past carry me down anymore. I'm not going to let self-pity or guilt or any of those things drag me down anymore. I want to be productive for you. I want to be productive for you, Lord. God will bless you." God will take you to new heights. Your vision will be expanded. It will be enlarged. You'll be receiving the double portion you've been asking for. God will take you places you never thought you could done. You can connect with the GMBA on YouTube, all major podcast platforms, and Instagram. Make sure to like and subscribe, leave a comment, and share this with someone you know. Thank you.